I guess, when did you guys kick off Fresh Start? Yeah, so originally it was Your Property Wealth. Um, now, that was a long, long time ago. I'll be very, very upfront with you. We did not know what the heck we were doing at all. We had no idea what we were doing. We started that two years ago, and it wasn't really until kind of the year came. It was one year. Frank and I were still both working now full-time roles, um, both in the disability support sector. And Frank and I looked at each other and we said, what are we going to do? Are we going at this full throttle? Are we sitting back and and just going to keep fluffing about? And that's when we changed the name to Fresh Start Advisory. You see here, Fresh Start Advisory. And since then, that is when really things have kind of taken off. We invested in a coach and we just started. We still, listen, I won't lie, we still, no one knows what's going on in business, but we've taken things to the next level now since uh, that. So I say two years, but really it's been one year. Yeah, nice. So uh, you and Frank, obviously both co-founders of, of Now Fresh Start, that's um, the new name of your entity. So was it, did the name have anything to do with you guys accelerating? Because it seems like when you changed the name, things started to move or was it just, what do you think it was? No, I think it was just in unison with what was happening. You know, we started off going homeowners. Investing has always been our passion, but it was just hiring a coach. A coach played a massive part in us being able to take off. The name, we can throw a bit of it on the name. It is a very nice name. Hiring our first ever employee as well. But then more importantly, getting out of kind of our full-time roles and going hammer and tong at this and really giving it a crack. That's when we've really seen the growth. So when you guys enrolled into BAI, were you both working in your disability roles? Yeah, so I was running my family's company, private security and chauffeur company. That's when I okay. got on the phone to Chris, I remember. Chris? Yeah, okay. Frank, funny enough, was working as a mechanic. So Frank worked as a mechanic for 10 years, which is crazy, different field. I started the business as I was interstate. Frank was starting his own disability company business. And I said, Frank, you've got to jump on board with this. And then we found each other. Yeah. That's amazing. So I guess Frank had obviously been a business owner prior. It seems like you were running or I guess operational in your family business. So is this the first business that you've actually been running at the top from? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Frank as well. And it kind of all started more so for Frank. He got burnt by a buyer's agent. I got also burnt from kind of a broker as well. So it, that's where it really started, not because we wanted to get out of the nine to five or anything like that. It was purely off the back of us going through pain um, through professionals, through buyers agents. Yeah, it's interesting. Hey, so I, I was going to ask you, you know, what, what was your motivation for getting into this this area? So you just, you just answered it. So you guys were burnt and let's peel that back. So you, got, you were burnt with a broker. He was burnt through a buyer's agent. So w- what were you guys looking to achieve by by getting started with the new BA business? Uh, what we're looking at starting, um, just treating it in an ethical way. Now, obviously, there's a lot of ethical buyers agents out there. There's some amazing ones. There's also some really horrible ones. So just, it is both our passion. You know, since that, that was four years ago, that happened to both of us at the same time. And since then, we've just gone crazy and just try to learn absolutely everything with investing. So I think it's just kind of following the passion. But what we want to achieve I mean, just help as many people as we can. I mean, we love it. The team that we have now, there's nothing I'd rather be doing. So, Yeah, well, man, I love seeing your posts in the group. You're just hiring, hiring more staff. And we're, we're going to talk about that because um, you guys are growing. You're a team of six, correct? Uh, yeah, with a few subcon. Yeah, a team of eight with a few other guys. Team of eight. How did you guys start off? Like, was it, I'm, I know business 
is always a lot of speed humps constantly. It's never smooth. We're always solving problems and just, yeah, just, I guess, optimizing. But how, how did you guys, when you kicked off, what was it like for you guys? Down, down and down when we first kicked off. We, <laughs> we were following your, um, your course and, and, and just trying anything that we could. And I remember when we signed our first client and we came and um, celebrated with my mum and hugged and, and whatnot. But like I said, once it got to a year, that's when things got serious. So once we got the coach, the first person that we hired was Chris, who also went through your business. Went through the, the BAI program? Correct. Yeah, sorry, the BAI program. Yeah. Chris Richardson. So I don't know if both of Frank and I were very good people in our past life, but we got absolutely blessed with with Chris. So Chris is come from a very senior role. He's now coming part of the business. So he's he's going to become a partner in the business at the end of the year. And he's just, he's yeah, he's amazing. So he was the first. We, we were just working with him, myself and Frank. He was the buyer's agent for the first six months. Have I gone off topic? What what was what was your... no no you haven't gone off topic. I was, I was asking how how it kicked off, and you said it was obviously very rocky to begin with. Yes, um, and then obviously um, after year one, it started to really move. You got a coach, and then obviously Chris has been instrumental to your business. I remember speaking to Chris. Like Chris, from memory, he worked. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Was he in a corporate role within the supermarket area? Was it? Yeah, yeah. He's a switched on guy. I had a chat with him. Um, when he was looking to find work, yeah, he, I'm glad that you got. I didn't know he was working with you. Wow. Yeah, so he's a machine. He, from day one, has been working and and showing that he wants to be part of this business. And to be honest with you, we wouldn't be anywhere near where we are now without Chris. That's unreal. So, I mean, one of the months you signed up twenty clients. Is that right? Twenty clients last month. Yeah, yeah. Twenty clients last month. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. It's been cool. It's really cool. I pinch myself moment even doing this. With you, Ben, is I pinch myself. You know, Frank was on another podcast and we pinch ourselves. Like we've, we've been listening to you for years now. We've been listening to other people and now we're, you know, talking about 20 clients is just crazy. So I'm always, always grateful, always grateful. A lot of people, I think you can understand why, like what we do is not easy. Getting into business full stop in general is not easy. And it's for a certain breed of people. And, you know, I, I do... Let people know that people from all walks of life, like you've come from disability, you could be a tradie, like you apply yourself correctly, you come in, especially you've come in with very good integrity and ethics, um, with just very good intentions, it seems like. I wasn't aware of that, but I know that most people do, but it seems like you guys had a very, you guys obviously been burnt. So you came in with obviously a much deeper approach to serve your clients and it can be very rewarding. And I think a lot of people do underestimate that it can be really rewarding. And I think last month's a clear example, I guess, of not only your hard work, but just the other people that you can do it. Yeah, it is. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And just an indication of the value that you give, the more value. That's all I look at that. I don't I, I don't look at, you know, signing 20 clients is an awesome financial gain. Yeah, sure it is. But it's, it's also an indication of the value that we're giving and we're providing, which is yeah, always, always, always at the top, regardless of how big we'll ever get. Yeah, it's a really good point you just brought up, right? Like you just said, like it's not about signing 20 clients or, I mean, I know that you guys had a very big, I think your last financial year, um, I think you guys, from you did around seven figures or whatever it was. It's not about the money and the number of clients, but what you just said is very important. It is a reflection of the progress and obviously clearly the output of what you guys are doing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Clients trust you. Clients obviously getting good results with you. 
other people are seeing that they're feeling confident with you and so it's 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 obviously a very clear reflection mm. yeah for sure for sure you mentioned i know we didn't catch up before this um before this show but i guess i, I looked at some notes and you obviously achieved some phenomenal results from your clients, hence why I'm assuming you've got the 20 signups, which I'm assuming is going to keep rolling for you. But didn't you get like 43%, I guess, an ROI for one of your clients in, in over a 12-month period? Yeah, Mr. Miles, Mr. Miles. So he was he was one of our earlier clients. So that's before even Chris kind of joined the team. And that's when I said, you know, as a business owners, we didn't really know what we're doing, but always as property investors we've always known what we're doing so that was um that was frank's work and my work uh but 43 percent he got on a on a four hundred twenty thousand dollar property so it's grew to 600k in a year it's phenomenal it's phenomenal yeah he's 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 a a great guy 27 year old guy is just about to buy property number two now he's just signed on again which is really cool really cool i was gonna say I'm, i'm assuming um he'd be wanting to keep scaling out that portfolio but i guess as well you know the market's obviously it's changing as I'm sure you're you're well aware. What are you what are you finding now? Just are, are you are there better deals or is it still super competitive? Because you're buying and just so the audience understands, I mean you're buying what sub 700k typically. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, you know, even sub 500k, sub 500k. Yeah, so still very competitive. It, it definitely has. You know, we've had a fair few purchases this month. I'm just sorry, looking at my whiteboard there. And they are coming through a lot quicker. So, you know, this month is a, is a really good indication of, yeah, maybe not as much competition. I know for myself, I'm still buying. I'm just about to buy another two properties for myself. I'm definitely not fearful of the interest rate rises. Yes, I've got to consider it, but it's not going to, we're not going to see these drops in these markets. That's our belief. And that, yeah, is based off a bit of research or well, a lot of research, but yeah. But, but I guess the average person, as we all know, doesn't think like you and I, I mean, I've when I'm in the markets, like I've been buying property since December last year. Um, as the market starts to get fearful, that's when I typically buy for myself. But the average person, as you know, doesn't think like us. They they will wait until the herd comes back and starts buying aggressively. So, like, how do you manage that with with your initial consults with your prospective clients? Yeah, it's a good question. We we um we're huge on education. So. Before anyone jumps on a call for me, and this would be a good note for for kind of anyone listening, before anyone jumps on a on a, we have a discovery call. We then have the sales call that's booked in. Before the sales call, a prospect needs to watch eight different videos. If they jump on the call and they haven't watched those videos, I won't. I'll, I'll reschedule the call. Now that's yes, it's it's to promote and to somewhat promote what we do, but it's also to show them that it's just not a, a thing you can achieve in your hobby in your spare time, just going out and investing. Um, it also touches on, you know, interest rates. There's a video of what happens if you do wait for interest rates to rise, which for a lot of people, you know, will be locked out of the market if rates go up to six, seven percent. But that's that's something we do. We're huge on education in the onboarding stage, but even throughout, we're very, very big on that. Why do you think? Obviously, I haven't got the exact data on the top of my head, um, but there's obviously for, for for people in Australia who own one property, it's very high. Like the investors in Australia, I think it's like 70% or something. But then it just drops. Like when it gets to three properties, it's like 6% or something. 99.6%. And then it just keeps going. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so, but I guess when it gets to six, it's staggering. It's so low. Like why, why do you think people get to this massive bottleneck, whether it's property number two or three or four? Like why do you think they arrive at that place? Yeah. 
and they don't buy more. Um, I mean, this could go on for for a bit. I, I have these conversations regularly, Ben. I think the biggest thing is the pressures of either parents or the banks or what's being fed. I think that's probably one of the biggest things. You know, being told you're 25 years old or 27, go out, go buy a home, go spend a million dollars or a million, 1.5 on a home and go buy that and pay down that debt as fast as you possibly can. That there for a lot of people get them stuck or they'll get to 35, they'll pay half of it off, have two, three kids and then go, oh, well, there's not much cash flow. I can't do anything. Yeah, I've got equity, but don't understand it. There's that. There's obviously a plan as well. People never really consider, you know, if I buy X property for a million dollars, am I going to be able to get into another property six months later? And then what you said before, I think, Ben, you know, people don't think that way. People aren't inclined. It's a lot easier to just throw financials under the rug and just worry about work day to day and family and kids, which is nothing wrong with that. But yeah, I think those are the three main reasons, knowledge, plan, and what we've been fed by the media or by our parents or grandparents. They're really, they're three really good points. And in the latter point, the third point, the media, I've been telling a lot of the, the buyers agents that I coach, either you control the client in terms of how they need to really think in this market or the media will control them. And the media is very powerful. And so if you want, like the media will just change their narrative. Like look at the, the papers four months ago, very different story. Five months ago, rates were going to rise in 2024, whenever. Like the media will just, they just feel like, hey, let's go this direction. So unfortunately, everyone's like puppets. But I, I want to ask you, there's, a, there's three great points. What do you think about the fourth point of people just buying a shit property, buying the wrong property? as property number one, for example, and they can't manufacture equity. Do you think that's a big problem? I just went unconditional on a property that I sold yesterday. Uh, the first property I ever bought at 18 years old, a shit property, an apartment in the city or very six kilometers from the city. I bought it for $250,000. I sold it yesterday for $245,000 after 10 years of holding it. Wow. So, and, and the, that's the, the thing is there, okay, great. You know, the property was paid off. Awesome. I get all that money. That's awesome. But people, I, I look at it and I go, I've lost a million dollars there. Probably more, probably more. So you can look at it and go, well, you still didn't lose. It's not too bad. If I bought a property, I flip it over. I bought a property last year for $430,000. It's a duplex. It puts over $10,000 in my pocket and it's already after six months has grown by $65,000. So in six months' time, I've achieved what I couldn't, what I didn't achieve in 10 years. So it can kill you. It can kill you financially or property world. But I think that's a really good point or example you're sharing with us because I've made some bad mistakes in property. I think we all have. Like with business, you make mistakes. But I think it's the mistakes that allow us to learn quicker and become better quicker. And I think it's so important to make those mistakes. Do you agree? Yeah. The only difference is, Ben, you make a mistake with a million dollars as a property, I think it's probably a bit more costly than making a mistake with maybe hiring an employee or, you know, is something in business because you can fix that in business. Yeah, there's huge errors in business, but, you know, I think I think a house and a property, it's probably the biggest expense you'll ever make. So why flirt around with it? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I agree. And I guess that's why, you know, I got into this space. I, I totally agree. Like in 2009, like I was... I just was like, what is going on? And, and I only realized that when I was in the States because buyer's agents are so prevalent there that I was like, what's happening in Australia? Like, 
why don't buyers have anyone to talk to that are on their side? So I'm in agreement with you. And I think a big fundamental, we could add point number five, is that there's, there's never really been proper representation for buyers. So of course, they're going to make mistakes. What are the numbers over there? Like as in real estate buyers agent? Approximately. I mean, it's, it's, it's obviously not concrete. So this is this is obviously approximate, but it's around 85, 86% of people in North America use a buyer's agent. Whoa. It's huge. Wow. It's really big and very common, like very common. Like in here, people don't wake up in the morning going, oh, I'm going to call, even though I'm not a buyer's agent, but I'm, I'm going to call Ben or I'm going to call Adrian. I, I want to buy a property today. Like I'm going to call a buyer's agent. Like it, it's not there yet. Um, it will get there, but in the States, it's, it's like that. Mm. Yeah, they wake yeah. up thinking, I'll call a buyer's agent. Mm. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. So your partner, Frank, co-founder, you guys have got comp- complementary skill sets, I'm assuming, or like how, how does the dynamic of your relationship in the business work? Yeah, so I'm essentially head of sales and marketing. That's, that's, that's my role, even though we have just hired a marketing manager. Um, we're okay. very lucky to have hired him. Frank is predominantly property, but he sits as the head of research. So obviously there's a whole bunch of different things that also go on and that's what we're just slowly ticking off on that org chart that we have. But yeah, that's that's essentially it. Frank's always been the nitty-gritty research property person. I've always been the person to go out, attain the clients. Um, yeah. Does that answer? I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful relationship. I mean, that's how it works. It's like yin and yang. And you and obviously when you said mechanic before, at the beginning, I was thinking he's left brain. He's going to be more numbers research. That makes sense. And I mean, sales and marketing is, I think you have to provide a good product or service. That's just how business should work. So I think sales and marketing is is what keeps a business alive. So I think that um your role, I mean, both your roles are critical, but I think what you're doing and I guess that your team that you've built, because I know you guys are all working together to achieve great outcomes. But it's just amazing what you guys are doing and what you've achieved. I think I lose focus on on reviewing so many people because, you know, things get busy. It's been, it's been awesome just watching you guys just from humble beginnings just get out there and smash it, just really get out there, own it, execute, um, you know, learn where you can, get your advisors on board and just nail it. So well done. I love it. I still say, I still say, you know, I wouldn't change an absolute thing. I'm so grateful for coming in contact with with your course because it's it, no it's true i mean I, I i literally wake up every single day and i go how lucky am i how lucky am i to help people to work you know we've we, we're we're working with past our past clients we work, we've got a, a team of best friends here so it's really beautiful really beautiful i still live with frank frank and i live together i love it hey, i, I want to talk about something quickly and because that, that's an important point you just brought up you've hired some of your past clients, which is obviously a testament of, I mean, that, that's just brilliant. Yeah, so we've hired a client that's purchased two properties, a client that's purchased one property, who's also my, he's one of our very good friends, but he's just got an awesome skill set. But Tom, who just came on as a buyer's agent assistant, purchased two properties with us. He's, uh, he's now our newest employee, joined us at the start of this month. Yeah. Congratulations. It's just awesome. And I mean, I'm watching you guys on socials. Your content's great. I'm seeing you and just, I guess, see, watching you guys, because I'm, I'm a business guy. I love businesses and I'm just always curious and just, you know, get excited to see people do good things. And I've just been watching you guys develop your business and it's just, it's phenomenal. And I mean, you guys have built a team now. So you've, you know, your, your business is, I guess, is, I'm assuming, working independently outside of you and 
frank now because you've got the team members supporting you, which is obviously really another fulfilling step in the business, right? Mm. And there's still a bit to, to work on with that. There's still definitely a lot to work on. We're, you probably would have seen we're hiring a sales representative to take on that so I can go on a holiday or I can go and lead and I can go, you know, do things like this, which I, I genuinely love this. I don't know if I love sales. I love the result, but not necessarily enjoy the whole sales thing. But we're slowly moving away. But, yeah, that's another scary thing. That's something that we get to grow through as well because I don't know what I'd do if I didn't have to work my 90 or 70 hours a week, which I, I will learn how to, how, to, how to work through that like you probably learned. But I guess ultimately you and Frank are very passionate about what you're doing, those 70-hour weeks or whatever they are. Um, you guys enjoy it. And I guess that's one of the beautiful things when you run a business, when you actually are passionate about it. It's fucking unreal. It's, it's sickening, isn't it? Yeah, like you said, you pinch yourself. You do. You're just like, I love this. Like, doesn't I work on Sunday? Doesn't feel like work. Huh. It's great. No, it's it, yeah. It's it's beautiful. It really is beautiful. It's um, it's like a baby, and it's it's the it's the yeah, it's the most joy that I get out of my life. I mean, I got a lot of joy out of a lot of areas as well, but I never thought that I'd say that. I never thought that I'd say that. And so you and Frank, um, you live with each other. So how's that going? Because you guys work with each other, your mates before, you work with each other before, and now you're running your business together. Like, I'm assuming it's going great, but I mean, you guys, it seems, it seems like you've got a very unique relationship. Yeah. No, we have very, very positive arguments where I won't say that it's all fairies and, and, and you know, um, flowers or whatever I'm trying to say. It's not all beautiful, right? But at the, every single night, we still say goodnight to each other. Every single night, we're, we're cooking dinner with each other. Um, we still have a beautiful relationship and I would not change it for the world. That's unreal. I love that. That's the best part of this conversation. Like, I just admire that. I, th- I think it's great that you guys, like, as you said, and you're just, you're honest, like, yeah, it's not always rosy and it isn't, but you guys can obviously have hard conversations. You can work through them, which is what a partnership is about. It's never rosy. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, that's, that's, that's BS. Like, did you guys, when you started the business and getting into this space, like did you guys ever envisage that you'd be at some stage, like you haven't been, you know, it's, it's, you guys are growing quick, I think in a very short amount of time, right? Like, I don't know, two, two to two and a half years. Like, did you guys think you'd have like six to eight staff and be generating seven figures a year? Like, did you guys expect that to happen so quickly? It's funny that you say, we used to go away, Frank and I, again, early before Chris was kind of around and we used to write down on these pieces of paper what we're going to get to. So I think we always had the vision that we are going to hit this certain number, this certain business, this certain service level. And we we definitely will hit that. In regards to the plan and how quick it would come, no, no. If I be really honest with you, no. I didn't, I didn't think that, you know, May this year that you'd tell me that we're going to hit certain numbers in this business, you know, consistently over the next three months. Again, big factor of that goes down to another coach that we employed for Facebook ad marketing, which has worked an absolute treat and continues to. Um, but it's also goes down to, yeah, just us knowing what we're doing now. You know, we're, we're very direct in how we do things, which, you know, I look back every six months, I look back and go, geez, were we really that people? Did we really do that? So it's good sign of growth. And, you know, in regards to the money side of things, right? Like, I know, it, it, and I, I get the vibe, which is great. Like you guys aren't in this for, for the money, but money is obviously important. It creates lifestyle and freedom, et cetera. But I guess, isn't it unbelievable? Because I learned this, I came from corporate. I came from, you know, employment job like you guys. Um, what I found incredibly just, it was like this aha was like, when literally in one month, you can earn more than your salary. The revenue that comes in, like it's, it's, 
it's pretty exciting to actually then understand when you actually put your passion and just all your ideas into something like what can happen, right? Mm. Mm. And it is something that, you know, I, I constantly talk about this with Frank because, you know, we're becoming different human beings now with this level of money and we need to be able to control that and understand that because at the end of the day, I'm 27 years old. Frank's 29 years old. Now, it's not, it's not that we're getting $5 million a month, but it's, it's a lot of money for, for people that have grown up the way that we've grown up, you know. We, we haven't grown up with wealth and whatnot, which is fine. We need to become the, the people that can control that and can use that for good, not bad, because it can go otherwise. But absolutely, it is, it is very exciting that you can make, you know, you can make $100,000, you know, within a few weeks, which is really, really cool and it's exciting. But again, it's, not, it's, it's a sign of the value that you're giving. That's how I truly believe it. I agree. It's the output and it, it's just, it, it's a reflection on, on the good work that you're doing. And I, I'm on board with that. But yeah, no, it's, it's just great to see how you guys are developing what you're doing um, and doing it with such, I guess, also humility. It's amazing. I, I love it. And so what's the plan? Like, I guess it seems like things are happening quite spontaneously for you in the sense of like last month, I'm assuming, was your, has that been your record month since you started 20 new clients in a month? In regards to, um, to client signed, yes. In regards to revenue, no, it wasn't. But regards to client signed, yes, it was. And, and the, the reason I'm just bringing that, bringing that point up is, I mean, isn't it interesting? So like for people listening to this, right, you're thinking all the fear, 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 everyone's doing, not yeah. buying, everyone's just waiting. And, and here you are in July 2022 in the midst of all the fear that's getting put out there, you've had your biggest month in signups. It's just, it's interesting, right, to look at it like that. Yeah. Funny you say that. I, I, at the start of the month, I said, I'm, I'm going to quit this business. Genuinely. Yep. Because I was scared. fresh start. Yep, fresh start. I've said I'm scared. Wow, I think it's all going to go to crap. I don't know what's going to happen. And because I thought, well, these interest rate rises, it's it's going to kill us. It's that's it. We're done. Two weeks later, oh, no. we had signed. You know, by the end of the month, we had two new employees. So, but again, that was not that was not a true indication of what I wanted to do. That was fear talking and me, you know, jumping into that fear. And yeah, that's very interesting. Very interesting. Good on you for being honest like that because it's true. It's like the media is, it's hardcore. And especially if you, I don't watch the news, I don't, don't have the TV, I don't, I don't look into it. I never have. Well, I have when I was very, probably a kid, but it's dangerous. And it's just, isn't it just fascinating? Like how you woke up six, five, five, six weeks ago feeling like, oh my God, we may have to quit because it's, it's going to be terrifying out there. But then you had your biggest month of signups. Wow. That's interesting. <laughs> It's weird. I mean, it's it's probably an indication of business, I guess. You know, anyone starting a new business. I mean, how many times? If I if I little if I had a little pen and or a whiteboard and tell you how many times I've said Frank and I have looked at each other and said we can't do this over the two years, it'd be thirty times, forty times. Yeah, it's 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 scary. And for anyone who's who's always pretending that it's not that way, it's most entrepreneurs. I think are late nights, sweating getting up at 1am, like it's, it's constant. And you, you got to be ready for that. When you're passionate about something, that's what's going to happen. You care. You care a lot. Adrian, I, um, I just wanted to, again to recognize you, Frank, your whole team. Chris, obviously he's in BAI, but just the extended team. You know, I think what I've loved about this conversation is to see how much I think you've transformed, just obviously personally as well, not just professionally. And I think for the both of you, 
you know, because when I started the program, right, and you may or may not know this, obviously I wanted to grow buyer's agents like because I was like, hey, there's not enough because I started the, the course and I was like, come on, handle like there's not enough. But then ultimately I was like, you know what? I actually want to help people transform, like actually change their lives, whatever that means for them, whatever success, whatever that will mean to them. And it's just great to see how much you've transformed. And you're, you're a young guy, man. You're 27 and you're just, you're crushing it. And you're investing in coaches and you guys are just, you're swinging for the fences and your clients love it. So, mate, we'll finish on that note. Um, good to chat. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Ben.